Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Stuart Green is the Managing Director of the Armoured Group of Companies. He finds it really quite difficult to talk about what he does at networking meetings, and you'll find out why during the course of this conversation. For him, networking is more about being interested in other people and seeing how he can help them make useful connections, rather than trying to sell his own services. He also has a very on-brand telephone number, as you'll hear at the end. Stuart, thank you very much for being my podcast guest today. Thank you very much for having me. Now, you're the MD of the Armour Group of Companies. and There's a bit of a clue in the title, but tell us about what you do. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's uh, we, we basically put armour around companies, but in the digital way. So we have um, four companies in the group, soon to be five, um, and we look at cyber security. Um, but most people think that cyber security is uh, an IT problem when it, it, it's not. I mean, network armour is the IT side of things, and that really sort of covers about 20% of the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, digital armour that looks at um, certifications, policies, procedure, the, the things that really matter when it comes to formulating a, a defence strategy. Uh, so we look at cyber essentials, ISO 27001, PCI, DSS, mm-hmm. NIST, CAF, you know, things like that. Uh, we have airborne armour that uh, does the cyber security angle with drones, so that, that, can, be, um, that can be a lot of fun. Um, people... <laughs> just don't realize how invasive a drone can be yeah um and then we've got uh, dark armor that does all of the other stuff that we tend not to publicize really so it's a dark armor is the, the sort of the one we don't talk about but yeah. it's it's there and, and that accounts for about sort of 20 25 percent of, of what we do but the vast majority is through digital armor that all sounds really interesting and, and exciting so how did you get into this field in the first place what, what's your background Yes, yeah, so the background, um, I did uh, 23 years uh, in the Royal Air Force uh, as an engineer mm-hmm. um, in there, but I, I spent um, a bit of time doing some strange and unusual jobs, which sort of uh, pretty well grooms you for, for a world in uh, cyber security. Um, so data communications, data security, that sort of thing, both sort of ground-based and air-based. Um, so, you know, firefighting, those sort of um systems uh, that are always built by the cheapest bidder um, I think sort of uh, stands you in good stead for the uh, the world of cyber security. Yeah and what kind of companies do you work with? Um, is is it small companies, large companies or a variety? Oh we work with all sorts. We have um, uh, sort of people in, in your field um, mm-hmm. that, that we, that we, uh, that we look after. Uh, we have uh, large organisations, uh, critical national infrastructure, small businesses, media businesses. There's a, a full range. I mean, everyone's need for cyber security is exactly the same. It doesn't matter what mm-hmm. size of organisation you are. It's only the scale of it which changes. But all the core needs are exactly the same across the board. Yeah. So it, it doesn't really matter on uh, company size. Um, you know, everyone's requirements to, to keep data private, protected people. Yeah. protected businesses protected they're all the same so you know it, it, it's very portable doesn't matter on company size yeah and so what can you do to help people to keep themselves and their, their data safe 
Well, cybersecurity is broken down into in three things. That's the easiest way to look at it. Uh, understand the threat, assess the risk, do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people don't fully understand the threat to them. Yeah. So we show them the threat to them. We show them how things are uh, vulnerable and to be targeted. And we show how people can be targeted how people can be compromised because it's always the human element which is the the weakest link yeah. so understanding the threat is the, the 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 key thing the most important thing once you can understand the threat then you can assess the risk and the more accurate a risk assessment you can do against the threat means you're in a better position to do the right thing so cyber security is really really simple straightforward understand the threat assess the risk do the right thing and you know that that's that's all there is to it really yeah but do companies need to do a lot of work to get all this kind of stuff in in place or you know working with somebody like you do you make it quite simple for them it it really depends on the mindset of the company if they want to protect things then it's very very simple straightforward because they've got the right mindset um where things fall down is where companies see putting cybersecurity in place as like a box ticking exercise yeah and it's 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 those ones that um there's always an excuse not to do something or there's a reason why they can't do something you know they're not very proactive in doing it um mm-hmm. and the heart's not in it yeah but when you, you've got the, the right mindset and you actually want to protect your business which you know the vast majority do um but some just don't see it don't value it and ultimately they're the ones that are going to suffer in the longer term yeah so where um where are we most at risk of cyber attack? I mean, it's not just businesses, is it? It's individuals as as well. And are, are there simple things we can be doing to protect ourselves? Absolutely. I mean, you know, it all comes back to understanding the threat. I mean, you know, the, if, you, if you think that your digital footprint, that's the thing that has value. You know, right. people say, oh, I, I don't need cybersecurity. I've, I've got nothing of value. They, they couldn't be more wrong. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a digital footprint of sorts so that's made up from e- emails uh, it's made up from social media presences it's made up from uh, banking it's made up from anything that you do online any sort of accounts that you have all brings together your digital footprint and if a criminal or an organized crime group can become you that is value you yeah. know if they can sort of seize your id or or something along those sort of lines and they can be you um, doesn't matter how big or how small, but the, the, once they've got that digital footprint under their control, they can assume your identity online, and you know it, it's far far easier to become you. Yeah. So protecting this digital footprint, uh, you know, across the board, doesn't matter if you're a business or a person, protecting your digital footprint and understanding what your digital footprint looks like, that's key. As soon as you can understand that, you can understand the threat to it. And then the, the process goes on from there. Yeah. And I suppose you know the landscape's changing all the time, isn't it, with new platforms coming out? Does that mean that, that, that what you do has to change all the time to, to keep up? Absolutely. Every day is a school day. You know, there's <laughs> there's no, such, no such thing as a, a sort of dull day. Um, you know, we're, we're constantly, not, not surprised, but co- constantly amused to see how uh, criminals change their attack. And, you know, there's... It's just like there's that little chink in your armour somewhere and they'll find it and they'll find new ways to exploit it every day. So, you know, always being on top of what your um, 
footprint looks like and understanding it and understanding where your data is, that, that that just helps close all that down because you've got to stay one step ahead of the criminals and mm-hmm. they're always one step ahead of you. So it's always got to be a, a constant game. It doesn't matter how old or how young you are. Yeah. So what, what do you enjoy most about your, your job? Oh, <laughs> this is one of these jobs where you have... Um, very very few enjoyable days. Um, a lot of the time, we we um, we deliver bad news to people, mm. um, so so that's never ever enjoyable. Um, but on the time when we get a result, you know, it may be that um, you know someone's been compromised. They get in touch with us, and we can actually stop the attack getting worse. I mean, one result we had, we 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 got a call from, someone and within fifteen minutes, we'd stop the attack. Uh, within two hours, we'd traced the source of the attack. Within 12 hours, we'd got the servers that were actually conducting the attack switched off and they were in Australia. Right. So when you have a day like that and you can get that sort of result so that other people can't be affected, yes, you've sorted out you know, your, your new client that came on board, but you know, the, uh, the wider impact is that You've, you've stopped that problem from affecting other people as well. Yeah. So people who haven't got the benefit of, of using us actually get the benefit of using us, albeit yeah. indirectly. Yes. So, you know, that, that, that's a good day. That, that, that sort of thing is a good day. And, and, you know, probably get about one of those every two months. <laughs> but, you know, it, 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 it is difficult to, to sort of get on top of um, attacks once they've actually gone on for a long period of time. Because the longer somebody's in your system, the, the the more damage they can do. Yeah. And on average, someone's in a in a network, two hundred and ten days before the attack actually happens. Wow. Two hundred two hundred ten days. Some somebody can actually be in your system before you'll notice that they're there. So if you can imagine the the scale of the damage that they can do when you know they're in amongst your stuff for yeah. that two hundred and ten days, you know it, it is quite phenomenal, really. Um, the attack is just the, the sort of end part. Yeah. You know, they've, they've, they might have already done the damage, they might have already stolen the data, um, and it's knowing that they're there. So really, it's got to be a regular check to understand yes. if somebody else is there. Uh, and, and then a lot of the time, businesses just don't do this. They don't uh, check their networks over, they don't test the defences, and it's this sort of checking and testing that's got to happen on a continuous basis. Because obviously the more you do that, the more you understand the threat and the more that you can test your defences, which is always a good thing. Yeah. And, of course, the way the internet is now, you can be attacked from literally anywhere in the world, can't you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, if we look at the uh, attack that we're talking about there, you know, our, what, what makes a good day, that attack originated from Australia. Mm. So, you know, even if you did call the police, there's not a lot the police can actually do yeah. because the attack is originating from outside of the UK. Yes, so the the, the whole um, political chain that they've got to go through to actually do an investigation in the US is is an absolute minefield. You know, it's it's, it's never going to be resolved within a couple of hours. No. So that's where you know people like us can can sort of come in and and you know see what's going on. Um, it's almost like looking at the Matrix. You once you've seen it so many times as we have, you you, you pretty much get a bit of a feel for it. Yeah. Um, and and then that's where you know our experience and knowledge comes in because we've generally seen all this sort of stuff before. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk a bit about networking now. Then um, your colleague Sam Drinkle put us in touch, and I met Sam uh, a few years ago when he was in his previous role, um, and we met at a networking meeting. 
And I understand that you also met Sam through networking too. So tell me about how that happened. Uh, I think I would imagine we've probably got a mutual friend called Austin Hempstead. We certainly have. He's been on my show before. Yeah. <laughs> there, there we go. So he's to blame for this. Because <laughs> he's blamed for lots of things, actually, isn't he, Austin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he gets everywhere. He gets everywhere. Um, yeah, so, so Austin got... Um, I've known Austin for a lot of years, and um, it was through Austin that we met Sam. Yeah. So it, it's that sort of... You know, people do business with people, don't they? Yes. So it, it was that sort of that that meeting, and just you know, as you as you get to know people, you know, either like them or dislike them, and and Sam's one of those people that you, you know you, you can't help but like. Yeah. And yeah. you know that that's that's how the sort of relationship evolved. So tell me about your approach to networking. How, how do you use it for your your business? Well, that was just a really difficult story to tell, because. Um, you can't go to a networking session and take a box of cyber security mm. so that people can see it, touch yeah. it, get to love it. You know, you, you can't do that. Um, and a lot of people perceive cyber security to be uh, that IT thing. Yeah. So I never go along to any networking session to talk about what we do. Yeah. Um, the way that I approach it is I'm, I'm interested in what other people do. Yes. Um, because then when you're interested in what other people do, you start up a conversation. And then you know, the, the conversation just evolves or it doesn't. So we, you know, we never do any sort of um, active marketing because obviously we can't kiss and tell. We can't say, oh, look at what, what happened to such and such a business. This yeah, Because yeah. that's potentially sensitive and yes. potentially reputationally damaging for them. So we just keep ourselves to ourselves and you know, there's, there's no active marketing that we really do. I mean, other than podcasts like this, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we, we have sort of lurk in the shadows and we, we don't publicise who we work with on um, any social media channels or anything like that. If people want to say that they're working with us, that's fine because that's their risk. You yeah. know, that's up to them. Uh, but we never, never publicise who we work with or what we're doing or anything like that. So it's, it's really difficult to, to do that marketing side and people just need to learn about what we do from, you know, normal human relationships and human interaction yeah and it, it it never works to go into a room and try and sell what you do anyway does it well no but how many people do <laughs> yeah i've seen people try <laughs> they don't tend to get very far yeah. i've noticed <laughs> no 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 and then and then networking for them doesn't work so you know it, it's, it's a very sort of bizarre circumstance i mean networking for, for me is is just getting to know people and you know how, how can i help them is, is what I'm interested in. Yeah. As in, how can I help them grow their business? You know, who do I need to introduce them with? Do I know somebody that could possibly benefit from their services? Or, you know, that, that's how we yes. generally work. Yeah. And, you know, and, and when you can connect two people who then go on to do business together, that, that feels really good, doesn't it? And and Austin, as yeah, we know, does yeah. that kind of thing all the time. So he's that's why he's so happy, I think. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's an absolute master at it, isn't he? He's, he's annoyingly good at it. <laughs> And I hope he's listening because he'll be chuckling. <laughs> You'll have to tag him and make sure that he uh, he tunes into this one. <laughs> so oh, I'm, um, sh- I'm sure he does. He's an avid fan. <laughs> so where where, t- where do you tend to do your networking, Stuart? I mean, I presume you can work for anybody anywhere around the country, but do you do you network locally? Do you use something more regionally? Uh, there's a, 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 a bit we do uh, locally, but there's there's a bit we do nationally as well. Um, you know, we, we sort of uh, pop into strange places from time to time with 
other like-minded people. So we we do a bit in a uh, bit in London, um, and it, it's 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 just what what feels right, really. Um, mm. You know, because sometimes there are networking groups which just you know aren't for us because either people are, are there to to actually try and sell their services, which yeah. doesn't work for anybody, yeah. um, or, or they're just that they're not in the right mindset for us. So it, it, it it's it's a bit. But at the risk of sounding snobby, it's a bit selective. You know, it, it's uh, it's it's a difficult industry to to sort of to to be in, really. Yeah, yeah. So people want to find out more about your business and and what you do and how they can protect themselves and how you can help them to do that. What what's the best way to to get in touch with you, Stuart? Well, we've we've got a um a company page on LinkedIn, so that's the arbor on that. Uh, we have uh, a few websites. Uh, Thearmorgroup.uk um, is is the main website. Um, or we have uh, what I think is a really cool telephone number, but most people just think I'm a sad old geek. But uh, telephone number is zero three three zero triple three two one zero twenty six hundred, and obviously two one zero two hundred and ten days twenty six hundred. That's a bit of a bizarre tone that used to hack telephone systems so oh. 2600 that's why we have that number so yeah i don't get out much can you tell <laughs> it's on brand Stuart. it's on brand well you know we try but you know how do you get creative with a telephone number that's the only way i could think of anyone that, really. <laughs> lovely well thank you very much for, for being my guest and um yeah, best of luck with your business going forward. I'm sure you're just going to get even more busy in the future as um, you know technology advances and the criminals find ways to you know new and inventive ways to get inside our data. So um, I'm sure people will be um, you know beating your door down to uh, to get help. Well, you know, in the nicest possible way. I hope they're not, but we sort <laughs> yeah. of need them to. Um, so you know, we do, we do rely on the criminals being good at what they do because um, that's where people need our help thanks for that yeah no you're welcome Stuart thanks for listening to small business big network if you found this podcast useful please do rate review and subscribe and don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too